Star Podcast. Uh, we're sitting with uh, Brendan Walsh, who is a comedian in uh, California, which is the big city for us. We're based in Nebraska, which is uh, the meat of our uh, the reviews that we look at over here. Okay. Um, and oh, sorry. That was I supposed to? No, go for it. it. Yeah. You want to say hi, Brendan? <laughs> oh man, hi everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, it's uh St. Patrick's Day. We we typically record on on the weekends. So this is a this is the first for us on the like a weekday uh, podcast. So you know, did you, did you do anything for St. Patrick's Day, Nolan? Uh, I've just been wearing green all day. You know, green head to toe. <laughs> been on I've been on green screens all day. That sort of thing. Yeah, you and did you see that video of Joe Biden like clipping through uh, a microphone today? <laughs> Yeah, he just has glitches sometimes when he walks around. You know, it's no big deal. <laughs> he looks good. He's he's good. I saw that last night. I mean, what is the? I haven't seen an explanation that really explains that. I I uh, I genuinely I have no idea like what's going on with that because it's like I saw somebody post like like they like drew like a dotted like they put the like a picture of him like clipping through the microphone and then drew like dotted lines trying to show like perspective of two cameras. So I don't know if like the <laughs> The implication is that like he I saw that, too, and it doesn't it doesn't add up. Yeah, well, it, it just didn't make it, it didn't register with me at all. I was like, what what is this supposed to mean? <laughs> like, I, I mean, is it just is it the, you know, powers that be whoever, you know, whoever's really running the show, which I mean, I think we all. Well, not everybody, but I mean, Biden isn't, you know, the president of anything, oh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. He's like America's grandpa. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's working for the military-industrial complex and the bank and, you know, whatever other evil entities there are. But is this just like... Are they just fucking with us at this point, I guess, is my question. That's where it's like the obvious, like, green screen glitches... (laughs) And I feel like just, they're doing it on purpose, right? Yeah, no, that's that's exactly how I felt when I saw it. I was like, what? <laughs> like, why? Why would they do that? It's like posted from like the hill, too. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, because there's no point in, I mean, I just feel like it's to just keep everybody, you know, keep everybody fighting with each other and, yeah. and everybody to just kind of to drive their, um, you know, their, uh, um, what's the shit? What's the term I'm looking for? <laughs> Manufacturing uh, consent. <laughs> no, the, uh, you know, like where people, the, um, shit, uh, like, you know, where you just kind of turn a blind eye to reality, cognitive dissonance. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. I have the cognitive dissonance even further to where people like everybody kind of instinctually knows that there's something bigger going on than whatever coronavirus bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Like a, almost so like a now, dog whistle, but was, it's something like, yeah, like they're just, uh, you know, everybody kind of knows there's, there's, there's more going on than what we feel. And it's, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So now they're gonna just kind of like, just yeah. do stuff like that to keep us, I, I don't know, to just kind of like, just make everybody really kind of like turn into them, you know, just kind of like 
retreat even further into themselves and lie to themselves that everything is going to be fine. Yeah. yeah I think they just were realizing how incredibly easy it is now just to make people insane. <laughs> like it doesn't take much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, they don't even need to be covert about it. They're like, yeah, here's, here's a video of, uh, you know, by like, why would they even green screen something like that? Like, <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying is that, yeah, there's like no reason, but it's like, practice or but you see they even have the techno because like that's a rookie mistake yeah you know like i mean if you're working for the fucking james corden show mm -hmm. that's not you know somebody's going to catch that and say oh you have to you know put, move that microphone you know you have to move that layer ahead right yeah. right well, it it just it, like the the video comes off like it was directed by tommy Wiseau. it was it's just it's very uncanny and i just didn't did I? It, yeah, it made me feel very strange watching it, and I just I want to see like a like a good explanation of like what's going on, other than what appears to be obvious that there, it was like filmed on a green screen in a sound. I hope set. they just keep doing it more. I hope there are so yeah. many more videos where that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or it's some kind of CGI. I mean, there's definitely something off. Of the whole yeah. Thing. Well, but, you know, I mean, I guess this, the, the mass shootings are starting back up to keep everybody distracted. So, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, the, the Biden's, you know, magical hand is not even going to be a blip. On, oh. uh, so you're not even going to see it in any major media source oh, yeah. anyway. Absolutely. Or, uh, Alex Jones or whatever. Other, <laughs> you know. Yeah, just, yeah, kind of. Uh, out there media or whatever but yeah. yeah we can't be fooled here on the one star show we none of this stuff gets past us. <laughs> yeah we're the the we're the ever vigilant geniuses this so. is the well, no spin zone <laughs> i mean it's the last thing that i expected i mean yeah i i, I just kind of triggered me obviously with that <laughs> i mean not triggered but i like i was looking at read it last night yeah and there were a bunch of posts and i was just like what the fuck is that like and then there are people like no, you see, look, here's another angle to this green screen, and that mic's obviously in front of this mic, and I'm like, but that does not, that's great, like, your big explanation is, like, nice and wordy, but it does not, like, physics are a thing, Yeah, it... and that's not, his hand cannot do that, <laughs> and then, and if by that, the arguments that they're making, it's like, well, then that microphone can morph size. Yeah, no, it does it yeah it, it's it's just gonna i feel like stuff like that just manifests uh, like insanity um which is a great great for our show because the way people then project that insanity is a uh, you know in like our you know, consumerist mindset they're like all right well i'm just gonna go complain online on reviews so um yeah we can we can go check that out right now actually with our with our movie corner reviews here we're talking about the deer hunter uh this week or yeah this week um i've never seen this movie i've actually never even heard of it so uh i've heard of the deer hunter i a big thing about me is that i i don't i'm not a big movie guy so i like i don't know most movies uh do you do you have, I, I i take it you've seen it then brendan i mean yeah yeah it's it's one of the like it's in that it's in this say it's in that um category of like great seventies movies, like along with taxi driver and mm. apocalypse now and, uh, um, good fellas. No, that wasn't seventies, but like, uh, yeah, that's, that's like one of the great 
that's like a great movie. It's also, have you seen it yet now that you're talking about it? Do you have to watch it for the podcast? No, you see, that's, <laughs> we that's, don't watch that's kind of, of the, the other part of this is that I, I just kind of go in blind. Sometimes no one's seen the movies, but I've seen, I think so far, three of the movies that we've talked about. <laughs> I mean, it's a great, it's got Christopher Walken. Well, the thing is, it's like Christopher Walken, Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro, um, the guy from The Godfather... Oh, they made a documentary about him. John something. Every movie he's in, he's in Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino. He's in The Godfather. He's in The Deer Hunt. Every movie he was in it was like an Oscar winning really? or Oscar nominated movie. And then he like he died of cancer or something like right. kind of right at the height of John Cazale. Cazale? Yeah, yeah. John Cazale. Yeah. I, yeah. I've, I've never heard of the, that actor before, but I, I mean, that sounds super going. interesting. He's kind of the he's kind of the Ken Jennings of uh, movies. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's yeah definitely on on every movie until his just uh, untimely demise. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess it was probably in the early '80s or something when he when he died. Seventy-eight, actually. That was this was it was shortly oh. after the film was completed. So really, okay. You know, now that that does ring a bell. I, I guess I watched that documentary about him. But I think, yeah, I think I do remember like them talking about him maybe being sick during the filming of that. Oh, and he was romantically engaged with Meryl Streep at the time as well. Right, right. Well, let's we can take a look at some of these reviews on here. We're going to start with um, this review from Dan Van Hoos. Uh, This is a one star review. Looks like it was on Google. And uh, Dan says one star. How was the one army character able to keep his beard? (laughs) <laughs> a plot hole alert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's he's kind of concerned he's i mean he knows that like uh you know when you're in the army you got to shave your beard so he's like hmm, I, yeah i don't know if that guy was actually in the army so yeah that's that's true i don't know who who which one are they talking about <laughs> de niro does I, maybe robert de niro has a beard but i mean it's also i don't know i have to watch it again it's also it's one of those movies that you think it's over and then there's literally another 45 minutes <laughs> it's like 3 hours isn't it yeah it's, yeah it's okay. very very long like i watched it rewatched it um i mean not that recently maybe 10 years ago or something and was like oh right i forgot this is <laughs> fucking shit like yeah, it's like uh, the Peter Jackson King King Kong movie that's like three hours and twelve minutes long, and it has no reason to be that long. <laughs> um, okay, Nolan, do you want to take the next one here? Yeah, this is, this kind of continues off the previous theme. This is from retired soldier slash sailor, and uh, who uh, is a top one thousand reviewer on Amazon.com. <laughs> I've so never seen that. Yeah, first time I've seen it as well. <laughs> Um, what did it again? I, I didn't hear. Oh, there. Yeah, he's a top one thousand reviewer on the site. So. Oh, oh, this is the guy that reviewed the Deer Hunter. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. indeed. He's um he gives a one star and says an actual Vietnam veteran comments. So he's kind of giving us the backstory here. He says I'm a Vietnam veteran, a Army and Navy retiree. I recall watching this at a theater many years ago. My lasting recollections of this film are reduced to these bullets. <laughs> In quotes. Uh, <laughs> the Navy can grow beards anywhere. The Army can only grow beards in Muslim-majority nations to blend in. 
Okay. Uh, this this was an overlong, overhyped anti-war snooze fest. Its star is about as pro-American as Jane Fonda, <laughs> and I rated this one star because quote rotten tomatoes is not an option. So he thinks that that's like a rating you give it. Is I give this movie rotten tomatoes. <laughs> Oh, right, right, right. Just <laughs> yeah. in the old days, that's what you do. You'd throw at the screen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So he's maybe not, he's not even referencing the website. He's referencing the 1920s act of throwing rotten tomatoes at vaudevillians. <laughs> uh, Back in his day, that was kind of all the rage, you know? Yeah. When was that review written, does it say? Is yeah. there like, it says, uh, it was March 28th, 2020. So, yeah, not much going on in the so, world at that time. So, well, and also, don't trust anything this guy's... Like, to be that highly ranked of a reviewer and then to review a 40-year-old movie... Uh, yeah. It, you know, to review a movie 40 years later and your main gripe is that, the, that Robert De Niro has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy's obviously a psychopath. Especially oh, yeah. If, review like what's top 1000 out of google that's probably a lot like there's probably 10 million people reviewing movies and he's made it to the top 1000 yeah so he's doing this all day long oh yeah, exactly. yeah i mean he's a retired soldier slash sailor so i feel like he doesn't have a whole lot going on so yeah. he just sits he, there spoiler alert he probably never served in the military Boy, yeah just that's his online persona yeah he says he's an army and a navy retiree which i wasn't aware that you could do both so yeah i seems fake to interesting. me interesting yeah i wonder that's it that's now that's something to explore can you be in two branches of the army at the or same a, time a military i guess yeah it's... well i'm sure you can't do it at the same time because you'd have to be in two places at you'd once. be a double agent You make the army think that you're they don't know you're in the navy and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that before. I wonder if you can because then that would I would imagine that would be a goal of some people to like get the military hat trick of like army, navy and marines. Right. It's, it's like the egots but with war. <laughs> right. Yeah, with legally being allowed to kill people and other mm -hmm. <laughs> uh I mean, it would take you 12 years to accomplish that, right? Because you have to sign up for four years each time. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what you would be, I, I mean, so like, what if you were trying to do every branch? So you're like Army, Navy, Marines, um, uh, Air Force, and I guess Coast Guard? Coast Guard. Is that a different? Yeah, I think that's a different one. So yeah, you're like, you're like, yeah, I'm just, I just want to do everything. You know, I want to be the jack of all trades of, you know, institutionalized murder. That sounds cool to me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Brendan, do you have the, the email that I sent you pulled up? It's, uh, it should say movie corner number 51 on it. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I have that. Uh, do you want to read the review from Alex S? It should be the third, the one. third one. Uh, Alex S beware this flick is 98% drama 2% action wasted my precious time watching this flick the first 30 minutes before the war scene was pretty boring I kept forwarding it I thought this was a 100% action movie kept forwarding it so I decided <laughs> not to finish it not into drama I mean this guy's fucking illiterate too. <laughs> how to use a space bar <laughs> 
Oh, Anybody who's writing reviews, that's this whole system that we're on right now. Yeah. Could be, we could live in like a utopia of being like the most informed uh, species ever to exist. But because everybody doing the reviews are either a bot or a psychopath, <laughs> you still don't know what, you still don't know what's going on. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy just kind of how much of it is like just screaming into the void. Like, I, I just wonder how many people ha actually looked at this review, read it all the way through and were like made their decision based on it. It's gotta yeah, be like, I think they're helping people. Do they see this as like a public service? Yeah. It doesn't just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, also this guy's perspective on film is very, very funny where he just like sits down and watches the first half an hour of film. And if he's too bored, he just fast forwards until like later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this movie sucks. I fast forward the whole thing and it wasn't fast <laughs> and <the> furious. <laughs> The only fast part of this movie was the the speed in which I was skimming through it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any action. Just way too much drama. I hate drama. That's how Ebert reviewed all his movies. He just watched them on like 10x speed and just kind of guessed what it was about. <laughs> That's the best way to listen to a podcast, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, I recently learned that people do that because my podcast, somebody said they... I was looking like on the Discord or the Reddit or whatever just mm -hmm. to see what people were saying. And uh, somebody said that they listen to podcasts generally at like one and a half speed or something. Yeah. And that just like not. I mean, I guess you can cram more podcasts into your day that way. So I'm not going to dispute it. But yeah, that, yeah. I mean, especially like a comedic. Yeah, I, thing. Feel, I, feel, I like, feel like the timing would get kind of <laughs> kind of off. Yeah. Also, like, yeah. if you were to go, like, you know, meet, you know, you or whoever in person, I feel like having listened to somebody at 1.5 times speed would change your perspective of, like, how you would expect their voice to sound, and it would just be really jarring. I, like, I don't understand why you would ever want to, like, put yourself in a position like that where it's, like, this person that you're listening to all the time actually doesn't sound very similar to that at all. Yeah, like uh, if they show up to a show and they're like, wow, this guy talks so slow now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, life must move slow for you. But I feel like real life is slowly being phased out sure. from the world. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I think in 20 years, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know. 20 years might be a bit of a stretch. I feel like a lot's going to happen between now and, and 2041, but... At some point, I feel like there will be a section of society that lives the majority of their time in virtual reality. Yeah, I mean, that, I don't think that's too big, big of a stretch at all. No, yeah, maybe within the next 10 years. Because, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's already, like, video games and Sims and stuff. People are already halfway there. And once the... I'm kind of surprised it's taken this long that the, the Oculus-type yeah, headset like things aren't as widespread as i thought they'd be by now because i was introduced to those my friend duncan did uh, duncan trussell do you know him yeah yeah he had you know he's got a popular podcast and he's like uh you know crazy brain uh warrior or whatever the fuck yeah he is, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so he you know had like a fan a developer somebody sent him like a developer's kit or something like he had this was 10 years ago maybe mm -hmm. Most, um, maybe 2000, let's say 2014, 15. So, um, and, uh, 
it was definitely like an infancy stage thing. Like you couldn't, you know, it was it was definitely it was cool. You know, it was like the VR thing. Yeah. But they had to get the bit the frames up. Like you basically felt nauseous if you did it for mm. more than ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is what you want from an entertainment yeah. product. And then he has the uh, you know, last time before he moved, like he had you know, he had one of those setups in, in a room with, you know, like the the um you know, there's like sensors or yeah, whatever. The, I think they're called like Each lighthouses person. or something like it's that. It's all set up so you don't bash into the walls and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You can still do that. But you can, yeah. <laughs> I guess it just like, I don't know. And it is it's it is amazing. I mean, I saw some porn on it too. Uh, <laughs> back. Um, but, yeah. I, but I guess my point is that I don't, I'm surprised at the snail's pace that this, that that is, that's moving. Like, I feel like it's not, people are still Xbox PlayStation. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be the content, right? We got to get some good games for it. Yeah, because like yeah. some really good games. Right now, I guess yeah. They have to really, because if people are going to start investing in this whole new thing, they have to have like the initial, like modern, like the, the uh, what's it called? The, the big war one. Oh, uh, Call of Duty, yeah, Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Like they have to, and they're probably working on it. And they've probably it's probably on its way. Yeah, the past five years, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, Sorry. yeah, I I could talk about VR a little bit too. I mean, like right now, a lot of the experiences just aren't they're they're not great as far as like like interactivity and immersion. Like, yeah, you like can move around and like look around, but like, yeah, it's it's almost like a point and click adventure for like any games that involve like actual movement. So I, I think I think it'll get there, but it, it just obviously there's not the money that needs to be there. That uh, I did one. I did one one time. It was I had to go to like this place to do it. Oh, and it was that. like you get in an elevator and you go up to the top of a building and then you like walk off a plank off the building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, it was like it was cool. But like it, it, that, like that was the whole game. <laughs> I, I told, wasn't like I want to play walking off a building simulator for hours. <laughs> I told you that about that one game that my friend downloaded because he had an Oculus to developer kit, too, in like 2015 or so. And yeah. he found one that was made by a French developer that was literally like a September 11th simulator. Like you were in the tower yeah. and the plane. Hits. Interesting. Yeah. And the end of it, you have to jump off like out of the window. And like that oh. was legitimately terrifying. Like, I think yeah, why is this thing not selling billions of copies when it's got killer apps like September 11 simulator to <laughs> walk off the top of a building? Exactly. Well, I mean, it is crazy stuff, you know. Like, I have a. I tried to get my grandma to. I did put it on her. She was out here like when my daughter was born a few years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I've yeah, she just yeah it. it, it yeah, it definitely blew her mind a little bit. And it is like a, I, I went to one of those things at the mall too. I guess they have those things, the void um, things at malls. I don't know if it's how widespread it is, if it's only out here. Or... Yeah, we have like like VR like cafes basically, but I, I think I know what you're talking about, but we don't, we don't have things that are quite there yet, but I, yeah. yeah. Um, it's coming. That's going to be the yeah. whole world. I can't the wait. The world man. is going to be in a helmet. Virtual reality. It's going. That's going to be the, the new reality. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm just surprised that it's taking so long. But maybe that's how it works. Maybe it's, you know, when you are exposed to it. Like I haven't. Like I'm sure there was a version of the iPhone, you know, ten years before anyone else saw it. And I guess what Duncan had, or and what you saw, mm-hmm. like really kind of like this is our first try. Yeah. And, 
No, it's the you know fifteenth try is when everyone else sees it. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a tipping point, and then technology will get to the point where it just completely replaces everything else. But um, yeah, uh, let's. I'm gonna look at this next review here. This is yeah. um, this is by user MUFC, and it's a one star, and the title says Ru. Does it say Rubby? I don't really. It's a UK yeah. review. I don't know if that's like slang. Uh, oh, rubbish. It means rubbish. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it says, my copy was absolute rubbish. Uh, looked like it had been run off in someone's garage. The print <laughs> on the case gave it away immediately. <laughs> this, this isn't a situation like Borat where they like made it look like a bootleg. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, that blew people's minds. That mind. was so funny. Oh, my God. But also, that's like that has nothing to do with the movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that's the... like reviewing a food review and they're like, somebody threw it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I want to review the new McGriddle. Well, uh, look out, folks, because the one I had was off the floor and someone had stepped on it, so it fucking gross. That's not indicative of the you know, product. Yeah, one star, don't eat it off the floor. Yeah, one star. I One star, I was depressed when I ate that sandwich. <laughs> I, was, I was already, I was having a bad day, so I don't like this product because my hamster died earlier that morning. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, Dylan, you want to cap us off with the deer hunter with this next review? Yes, from Smoking Chicken. Um, So you know what he likes to do. And he says uh, two stars. I'll stick to Transformers. Uh, (laughs) I I have heard about this movie so much and that it was so good. So I finally got it. I thought it was a slow and boring movie. Maybe I am slow and boring, but I would not recommend buying this. Go to the beach instead. <laughs> so so two recommendations over The Deer Hunter are The Beach and I guess the Transformers movies. So. Yeah, I mean, that guy's just a moron. <laughs> probably, I mean, it could be, you know, I feel like I'm on this weird cusp generationally where I have a little bit more of a, toe in the old world than even people who are just uh, you know five years younger than i am Mm -hmm. the olden times before the internet yeah i just i mean i just don't understand like from the way you describe the movie it sounds like a like a a really well respected and good movie and this guy's like yeah uh michael bay's transformers are a thousand times better also the beach is cool and do that instead so (laughs) just don't understand well i mean comparing transformers and the deer hunter is just absurd (laughs) and also i mean it is it is fucking long and boring i mean it's not like I mean, boring by Transformers standards. Yeah, there's not <laughs> yeah. huge explosions and giant robots and shit, I guess. But Yeah. Yeah. But I also is like, because when I was a kid, like, I guess Vietnam was like still like, I, there was a lot of like Vietnam stuff, like Full Metal Jacket mm-hmm. out and uh, Platoon. And, um, you know, there was a lot of. I feel like, you know, like Vietnam vets were like kind of like your dad, you know, it was like people's dads were Vietnam vets. Okay, yeah. Uh, And now it's like maybe some grandparents like that's pretty. I think the cutoff was like because I think my dad was too young. I don't think he got drafted or something, but uh, Mm -hmm. it was just more of a like, you know, in the zeitgeist of like. I don't know. Like Vietnam was still kind of fresh, I guess, to some. Yeah, it was. It. I mean, yeah, the media franchises hadn't, or like 
like movies and stuff weren't quite as abundant as they would be like you know 10 years down the line and well now, it had happened like it had really happened to people yeah, that too. Was, yeah and it this, was really only 10 like you know in the 80s it was like 15 years like you know it was hmm. like something that happened in 2005 you yeah. know like it was fresher than september 11th yeah in yeah that's wild to think timeline. about that's one thing about getting older for me is that I realize because when you're young and I think this is why, you know, things will never change because of, you know, nobody remembers history and stuff. But like just the way because like, you know, when I when I was like a kid in the 80s mm -hmm. uh, or even. Well, yeah, like let's say the 80s, like seems like like JFK being assassinated was like a million years ago. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh -huh. like, oh, no, that was like something that happened in 1997 <laughs> yeah. right yeah <laughs> but yeah. when you're just when you don't exist yet like nothing else existed like where it's like oh led zeppelin that's an ancient it's like no they were popular 10 years ago <laughs> yeah. like when you were you know when i was like 10 years old yeah like, oh no they were big when you were like born yeah yeah no, I, I yeah there's definitely a lot of stuff like that like i i was even just talking before we had called you about some TV shows because I mean Nolan and I are in our like late 20s right now and um, I work with some younger guys and I we were talking about just like older television shows I'm like like Mr. Rogers he had never heard of Mr. Rogers I'm like how how <laughs> like what what are you doing it just it seems so strange because he's like well they're he's like old it, like that his show was canceled in 2001 I'm like that was like not that long ago, but well, I, 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 I mean, saying it was canceled. Is oh yeah, stuff. it's yeah. <laughs> the man had stomach cancer. Yeah, and stopped doing his show yeah. for like last year of his life. It wasn't cancel culture's fault. Yeah, yeah his, his ratings weren't in the toilet. Mm. I mean, he did the show for you know forty years or something, yeah. and then died of cancer. <laughs> yeah, but so it, it kind of had to stop. Yeah, so I mean, but still, he was still like, yeah, the show went off the air in 2001. He's like, how would I would have known that? I'm like, you're talking like that was like 45 years ago. I was like, that was not that long ago. And then I think of stuff, yeah, like in the 80s, that seems like an eternity ago. And it's, I mean, relatively speaking, not. So, yeah, it's it's just strange. It doesn't for me because, yeah, because I was, I was around, you know, even though I was like mm -hmm. a little kid, I still was, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember like, you know, Michael Jackson. Yeah. being popular and uh yeah but but not existing but also i think there's so much in the past 30 years that this was what was 30 years ago now like 91 nirvana yeah <laughs> that's crazy like you know i was I, that's like that was so like i remember that but nirvana is like you know the beatles to yeah. you know it's like classic rock now yeah. Yeah, totally. If you were born in '95, then like fucking Nirvana is just like a thing that's like you know, just has always been there. Yeah, it's always <laughs> been Nirvana. Remember before, yeah. during, and after. Um, but I, I, like the past 30, 25 years, let's say, it's so. I was just talking about this on another podcast because I did on the current episode of my podcast, the World Record Podcast. Mm -hmm. I had David Letterman on and we were calling people and uh, we're calling pet stores 
to see if we could get pets for stupid pet tricks, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which was, you know, part of his show. Yeah. And uh, the guy, one of the guys we talked to at a pet store was 30 years old and said he had never heard of David Letterman, has no idea who he was. And then I started naming off other people like, you know, I was like, well, do you know who Jimmy Fallon is? And he said, no, <laughs> uh, like he didn't know anything. And so I was like, well, what do you, how do you avoid, like, how do you not know anything? And he's like, well, I just, I like anime and I like video games. <laughs> and I feel like now, like since the advent of the internet and like, you know, a million channels on cable, well, if you grew up with that, which he did, you know, he said he got into anime when he was 12, mm -hmm. that's 18 years ago. And I feel like, you know, that's within those, like, it's, it's more possible because, because you can just immerse yourself in that bubble of anime and video games yeah. now, like that wasn't an option in, in the nineties or eighties to like, just live online. Yeah, and just only watch, only expose yourself to things that you're interested in, and tune out the rest of the world. Uh, you know, whatever your parents are up to. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think I, I kind of encapsulate that a little bit too. Like when I said I've never even heard of this movie, The Deer Hunter. Um, it, I mean, it's also because yeah, I just I consume what I like, and you know, my interests are similar to the person you called, which is like, you know, anime and video games, and it's like. Yeah, I can I can name plenty of like video games from like the late or like early '80s and stuff like that, and you know, no it's problem. Like, it's but... like it's like you're not gonna seek out. It's like there's some yeah. things that you never you never seek out. You just like you would only find Jimmy Fallon if you have to see Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna voluntarily just like Google Jimmy Fallon. But he no, only comes up if you like he just has to be on your TV. Not knowing Jimmy Fallon still seems a little strange for a 30 year old because it's yeah, like, like you gotta have some kind of cultural <laughs> osmosis at some point because he's still very popular. <laughs> like, I, well that's yeah I mean that's sort of like I, I mean he's not quite as saturated as the but like I can name like probably all the Kardashians. Yeah. And I've never sought that information out yeah i mean i you have to go to the grocery store and if you're in line at the grocery yeah. store they're on at least three magazine covers on any given day that's yeah. gonna be like the final the final media that we all share is just magazines at the grocery store <laughs> the final like common touch well, point that's why that's why magazines kind of going under is such a, a giant you know cultural kick in the throat because there's no homogeneity anymore it's all uh, it, it's all you know whatever niche shit that you're into it's all you care about it's all you consume bond over the national Enquirer. then what are we gonna bond exactly. over you know how am i gonna see that abraham I mean, lincoln I... go ahead no i mean i just i feel like gossip is still something that people care about mm -hmm. um maybe i don't know I like would, celebrity gossip yeah i think most people do i feel like you it there it's a very small number of people that like don't care so much so that they like don't even know what you're talking about kind of a thing but yeah. there's still people yeah. that are inescapable like kanye west if he says something you're gonna hear about it whether yeah. you want to or not for sure I, yeah example yeah that's probably yeah that's a th like my 95 year old grandmother or however old she is probably knows that at least has like a tertiary knowledge of Kanye West. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I use the word tertiary, right? But uh Yeah. She's heard the name. Yeah. And uh but 
Oh uh, yeah, just that the that type of like like cultural ignorance is just very baffling to me. But I was wondering earlier, like who are the most trusted people in America anymore? Um, like, do we know about that? Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Get well, Jimmy. Anybody's put out like a list recently. I don't know. Is it, are oh, you Tom Hanks is number one? I'd say Chet yeah. Hanks. Chet Hanks. Yeah, he's moving up to that top spot. Uh. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, this is published May 2013, though. Get, get out of here. I oh, gotta dude. Do it. You gotta get 20, you gotta type in 2021 most trusted people in America. <laughs> it appears that this survey was like last done in 20, in 2013. Because huh. like all the articles are pointing back to one survey in 2013 where Tom Hanks was number one. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tom Hanks, uh, I don't know, Drew Carey, maybe. Drew Carey. It has to be someone so inoffensive, you know? <laughs> the guy. True. He's like you know, universally loved, or at least like universally tolerated. <laughs> the guy. Well, I think that's why they got him to host The Price Is Right. Like they, that was those were, you know, that that was a tough because you know Bob Barker did that for fifty years or something. Yeah. And retired, and that's a tough. I mean, that's I you know a, a current example is Jeopardy. Yeah, you I know, feel like, like Trebek was one of the last, wasn't he? Of like kind of the TV grandpa that everybody trusts. Mm -hmm. Well, but I, but again, it's like, it's hard to fill those shoes. Like it's hard to find somebody with this same kind of quality and like, especially Price is Right, which is like an old lady game show. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Drew, I think was, there was not, I can't like, I mean, I think he was kind of the perfect choice. Like there's not many people that you Say you mentioned Drew Carey, you're like, ah, fuck that guy. Because like he's never, you know, yeah. kind of like this happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't do anything offensive. Doesn't, you know, there's no real, yeah, no just, real, just kind of a normal style dude, I'd say. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> normal style dude. <laughs> That's a good name for a comedy album. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, let's take a look at a couple more reviews here, and we'll get we'll wrap her up. Uh, so we're looking. I guess I, I sent you another email, Brendan. This one, I think, is just it says episode one twelve on it, and it's got a link to our doc. Uh, we're looking at Junk and Treasure Thrift Store in Omaha, Nebraska, and we're starting off with Eagle Earth, who is a local guide, um, and they give it one star, and they say great selection, wonderful staff even though my purchase was small, which is okay. The owner responded and they say, you say everything was wonderful, but I think you may have marked the wrong number or wrong amount of stars. So little. And then if you check their profile, you can see it's kind of a common occurrence. In fact, I think all of their reviews are positive <laughs> one star reviews. Yeah. Zoomers, Omaha, urban pet care, one star friendly staff, excellent job on my dog's teeth and nails, reasonably priced one star. Aren't all pets zoomers at this point, right? <laughs> there can't be any, there can't be that many millennial dogs and cats left. Uh, yeah. Cut off for millennials. <laughs> what, I, yeah. I feel like the, like, you know, the only animals that can be not zoomers right now are like turtles that live so, turtles, so yeah. long, dude. Yeah. Parrots too. Oh yeah. Forget parrots live super long. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. That's yeah. That's a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, oh, I was, I was just gonna. I was just looking at some of these other reviews that this Eagle Earth person had. Sorry, it's Eagle Earth official. 
It's the official Eagle Earth. Yeah. There's a lot of imposter accounts out there. Well, so yeah, I don't think this person uses the star system at all because there are some very negative ones that are also one star. Like the Douglas County Health Center's one star says state employees get away with terrible customer service. Um, which I, I think like bedside manner, like calling it customer service is very funny. Um, and whenever someone does terrible customer service to me, I say, you won't get away with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add you to my list of one star reviews on my Google reviews account. Level five local yeah, guide. Yeah, he made it to level five as a local guide. He's, he doesn't even know how the star system functions. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's pointless. Yeah, like exactly. Yelp is a pointless thing. I mean, you can, but you, as so is Rotten Tomatoes. Like there's two different, you know, everything that the, the system's like rigged everywhere. Oh, ab- absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, except for elections, except for elections. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, got to make that clear. clear. We don't want to get sued by the uh, U.S. government. <laughs> All the elections are on the up and up. Everything else is is uh, rigged. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like like review review websites, like review aggregate websites, like Yelp specifically, is like really really awful because they're like they're they're almost like a like a mob racket kind of thing where they're like they'll yeah. they'll yeah they they like, they harass um, businesses to be like hey yeah if uh, you don't pay us to be like the Yelp premium or whatever we're not gonna you know, remove yeah. the bad reviews or do whatever, like moderate and shit like that. And uh, pr- basically they just promote negative reviews on there. And it's like, you know, that sucks. But also like people that make their decision based on like where they're going to go, like uh, based on like, like the negative reviews. I feel like that's like a very specific type of psycho person. Cause like, I understand you're buying like a product on the internet and you're like, okay, I want to make sure that this isn't like trash. I mean, everything you buy on the internet is trash, but like, you don't want to make sure it's like not the thing that you want, but like going to a place, you're going to have your own experience regardless. Like, yeah. uh, I'm going to send you guys something here. I had a Yelp page where I would write these crazy reviews and thank God I saved, I didn't save all of them, which is a bug. They closed my account. They closed it? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, because like I would go off on. I mean, let me see. I don't have them labeled here. But I find see. it hard to believe Yelp has any community standards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably more than Google. Like, here's yeah, slightly more than Google at least. Let me find a good one here. Oh boy, that's a long one. <laughs> uh, well, that's they were just like these long rambly. My wife had to go out of town. Well, let me see this one. Okay. A lot of them like revolved around me cheating on my wife, <laughs> um, but I gave everything a five-star review. Um, yeah. I got to keep it positive, you know? Okay. Let's see. okay here's one. Um, well, let's see. That's, that's, that's a long one too. This it it can be long. We, I, do, I do not mind. We've read plenty of long reviews on here. Okay. Fine. And my name was, what was my name? Buck. Buck F. Buck. Buck. <laughs> it always obscures the last name on Yelp, so it's supposed to like have some anonymity or something. Yeah. Which I feel like makes it worse, honestly. <laughs> okay, let's see. This is for an Indian food place. Okay. I was high off, I was high off my ass when I went to this place after being released from prison the day before. <laughs> I was in prison for 20 years and always wanted to try Indian food since I was little. I got to say, this place totally delivers. Indian food is just like regular food, only better. 
<laughs> the best thing about this place is it's buffet style, so you can really load up on food for the whole day. And I swear to God, the food is delicious. I really needed a huge, good hot meal after sleeping behind a gas station in a puddle of gas all night. <laughs> a gang of teenagers set me on fire while I was passed out on the ground, but luckily I woke up in time when only my jacket was on fire. I took the jacket off and threw it at the kids, but didn't hit any of them with it. It would have been so satisfying if my flaming jacket soaked in gasoline hit one of them in the face and disfigured them. Oh, well. <laughs> also, for the record, I wasn't in prison for anything that bad, so don't judge me just because I ran over a guy. <laughs> That's beyond bad ever. <laughs> it's the first and only time I ever had it, but it was crazy good. I also ate that chicken covered in a reddish sauce and some of the green stuff, too. I went back for second helpings and got some of the brown stuff and the yellow stuff. All the <laughs> I still smelled like gasoline a little bit, which was probably good because I had some fecal smears in my pants. <laughs> which I had earlier that week. It's not what you think. I have two holes because <laughs> it's not what you think. I have two holes because I was supposed to be a twin. So I have four nipples and two holes back there. I simply don't have total control over the second hole, so sometimes I have accidents. Oh there was no accident eating at this restaurant, though. Best Indian food in the world. Five stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I could send you a file. Let me see what this This is sushi. I mean, the bird one is pretty. Where's the bird? Where's the bird one? Okay, let me start by saying I love birds. I grew up with a parrot named Smokey who knew how to smoke cigarettes. This is for a bird store <laughs> like that sells parrots. Okay. My dad, dad got him from the black bird black market back in the 80s. I guess the previous owner taught him how to do that. Everyone loved Smokey, even though he could be a jerk sometimes, but all birds are jerks sometimes. Ask anyone. <laughs> Smokey spoke some weird language that we couldn't figure out what it was. My mom would drink wine and smoke cigarettes in the kitchen while she danced around the Frank Sinatra records. Smokey would join in and squawk his head off, and my mom would give him cigarettes, too. My dad fed Smokey a piece of turkey on Thanksgiving one year, and my mom was laughing so hard she couldn't breathe and knocked a bunch of stuff onto the floor. <laughs> one time, my mom and Smokey were so loud dancing around in the kitchen and blaring that greasy meatball music. That's what my dad called Frank Sinatra's music. My dad went into the garage to go sleep in the car. It was winter, and my dad was drunk, too. So he turned the car on to stay warm, but he left the car running and died. <laughs> Either way, Smokey lived like 20 more years. and My mom is still alive and has since remarried to a guy named Vince. Me and Vince will go to the bar sometimes, and we always look the other way if one of us meets a woman and takes her somewhere to cheat on our wives. <laughs> don't, don't get all high and mighty because Vince is cheating on my mom and I don't tell her. What good would it do? Vince is a man with needs, and my mom doesn't need to know what Vince gets up to at the bars. Same goes for my wife. What I do when I'm out with Vince is my business. Case closed. <laughs> That's why I came to Pampered Birds to buy my wife a bird. She was being a real pain, and I kind of lost it on her. <laughs> <laughs> Got in a big fight, and she was crying and everything. She even took her wedding ring off and threw it. I can't get a divorce, though, because we have kids, and I make a lot of money. And I'm not giving her my house, half my stuff, and cutting her a fat check every month. You're crazy. If uh, you're crazy, if you think she deserves that, 
She never worked a day in her life, and guys used to just give her stuff because she used to look good, including me. <laughs> Only I'm the sucker who married her. Let me tell you, being married to an aging party girl is no picnic. I'll get her a damn cockatoo and some flowers and call it a day. Maybe I could secretly train the bird to peck her in the neck and eat her jugular vein like a worm or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% joking around, so don't get your panties in a bunch over a joke, my dear. <laughs> Guys make jokes like that all the time. Honestly, she'll probably do herself in by taking a handful of pills at some point. <laughs> Pampered birds is some great birds. It's one-stop shopping if you want to buy a bird. If you can, you can get a bird, a cage, and bird seed, decorations, water things, the work. <laughs> Walk out of the store with everything you need to be a total bird owner. Jeff <laughs> is knowledgeable about birds, and they're good at recommending cages, perches, and other bird-related items. I rated it five stars because you can get everything for your bird there, including a bird. <laughs> my judgment. If you don't trust my judgment because me and my stepdad cheat on our wives together, grow up. I do love my wife, too, not that it's, not any, not that it's any of your business. That's not what this review is about. And that one... The owner of the place I commented on it and was like, this is amazing. But then uh, I don't know what happened, y'all. Like, I think they took a couple reviews down and then then one day it was just gone. And I was like, I was like working on a book. I mean, not a book, but I mean, I was, you know, I was like, do I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do, you know, five, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm going to try to do one a day or at least, you know, a few a week. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the year, I should have like enough to like show my agents and be like, hey, this is funny. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, but I could send you guys I have a bunch of they're just screenshots. But if you want to uh, if you want to have them to read on your podcast. Oh, at some point, oh we would or, we would we would absolutely love those. Honestly, yeah, more of that stuff would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, let's let's do our list, the listener review that I sent you, and then we'll wrap up here. Okay. And I have a, I could, we could do a little bit more. I'm, uh, I have to wait for a fucking plumber to show up now. Oh boy. <laughs> man, busy day. Um, okay. I think we have two <sighs> reviews here. Um, this comes from Manana Hammock, uh, who's a, a loyal listener to the podcast. And he says, Hey, fellas, impossible guest. It's a bit out of season, but I was looking for reviews at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and it seems like the Christmas light celebration this year was not great, not a great time for some. <laughs> Thought I'd share some of the hits. So this first one comes from uh, Kyle, and Kyle says one star, worst experience of my entire life. My wife and children sat in traffic with me for over two hours. Both children got sick and vomited, and there was no emergency access to get out. <laughs> How did that happen? Why, why were they sick and vomiting? My only option was to sit in traffic with my two-year-old soaked in puke for an additional half hour. I wish there was some way to report this event to the authorities. <laughs> the, the organization and social responsibility is absolutely appalling. Shame on you. Like, like how were they? How are they not like sick to the point of puking before they got in the car? But then at some point, while they were in the car, they just became sick and started puking. I mean, maybe that's car sickness. Well, yeah. well they said they were stuck in traffic. Do you get car sick when you're stuck in traffic? <laughs> I get I get pretty motion sick when I'm in the car, but I've never gotten sick while I was at a stop. <laughs> they had to sit there for two hours. <laughs> soaked in puke <laughs> or for an additional half hour excuse me oh my god that's yeah a- that's i 
I mean, I kind of see his point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, well, it's like, what if somebody was like, isn't there, like, if somebody was having a heart attack, isn't there a back exit or something that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think that that's kind of his point. Um, yeah. You know, people tend to overshare. Like, you could be like, you know, I had an emergency with one of my kids and, you know, we couldn't get out of the place. You had to paint the picture, though. You had yeah. to paint the picture. Yeah, no, I definitely, I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from, but just going into it being like, my, I don't understand how both, like, just it, the only person who didn't get sick was him. Like, it's just yeah. very strange. But uh, I feel like if I was in a car that smelled like vomit for that long, I would probably throw up myself. But. So, yeah, no, that's game over right there. You're <laughs> your family. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I hope they at least got to see the Christmas lights at the end. He didn't even comment on that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what they're they're doing over there, but um, yeah. let's see. Fucking nightmare scenario. <laughs> We're going to go to the, I mean, just that's what you're going to do. We're going to the New Hampshire Motor Speedway <laughs> Christmas lights display. We're going to sit and fucking, like, I could just picture it. Like, just a line of fucking headlights for three quarters of a mile. <laughs> go drive around this stupid fucking speedway and see christmas lights yeah <laughs> like, two hour traffic in new hampshire it must be this must be like the biggest event in the state <laughs> well it's just backed up is yeah what it is like yeah everybody has to drive through the stupid there's a lot to look at probably a lot of lights to take in yeah yeah oh man i um, really steady them to get the full story brendan if you have this email up if you could read the one from chris here okay chris king Oh, this is the same thing for the speedway? Yeah, it's, it's the same. It's for the Speedway's, like, Christmas yeah. festival or whatever. One star. I wish you didn't have to choose a star because this definitely even didn't deserve... This definitely didn't even deserve one. <laughs> drove an hour to get to the light. Drove an hour to get to the light, and I seen more lights on my way there. The light were so spread apart. <laughs> couldn't even tell what half the light lights were. <laughs> Where can I get a refund? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I I kind of think I know what he's complaining about. Like, he's saying that the lights, like, the light displays weren't close enough to the other. But, it, like, the way he puts it, it almost sounds like, like, this, the lights on the strings weren't close enough together for him. <laughs> right. Maybe it's, like, supposed to be seen from space. It's like a Santa that's, like, the size of the state of New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! That's well, also it sounds like this guy's going by himself. Where that's not a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like go with some people, right? You got it. I mean, that's something that your wife dragged you to, or your girl. That's something you do you, that you do with someone because you're looking for something to do. Like that's uh, you know, I have two yeah. little kids. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, I would see like that something like. You know, there's fucking Christmas lights at this goddamn park here. And, you know. Yeah, it's like, I, take I, the family. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it would come up like, oh, we should do that. And I'll be like, ah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I know what I'm signing up for. I'm like, it's going to, we're going to fucking be sitting in a goddamn car. Yeah. But, you know, one good thing about out here is there's always a VIP option. Not mm -hmm. to sound like a fucking shithead, and I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. But something that I, it's all about like what is worth your, like how much is getting upset worth to yeah. you? 
and I learned this with like when I was on the road doing stand up all the time. I was always like cheapest, you know, whatever the cheapest flight. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And then at one point I realized like, you know, like you're on the plane, you're in the shitty seat. And I'm like, you know what? I would gladly pay a hundred dollars now to be like up in a f- comfortable seat up front. Like, why am I, you know, it's like the two months ago, Brendan was like, Oh no, no. Three seventy five is way better than four fifty. Yeah. <laughs> and then now I'm like, and now that I'm on the plane and I just boarded last and like all the overheads fucking taken up and I got to <laughs> sit in the middle seat. I'm like, I'll fucking blow somebody to be an economy plus. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why did I not pay that $70? And then another time was at, uh, I went to go see Billy Joel at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> and uh, and I unironically liked Billy Joel. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a few other guys. Uh, it was like day of the show. And okay. I was just like, oh my God, Billy Joel. Like I just didn't know it was happening and mm-hmm. like caught wind of it. And, and I like tweeted like, does anybody want to go see Billy Joel? And a couple friends of mine, this guy Luca Jones and uh, John Daly, mm-hmm. both wanted to go and uh we had to get the tickets on StubHub or whatever on Craigslist and yeah and they had their price was you know they were like I don't want to spend more than like a hundred dollars a ticket and I was like you know for a hundred and fifty dollars we could get you know much better seats yeah but you know I had to stick to them and we had to sit in these like they have these bench seats like back in the you know upper level mm-hmm. and the whole concert i'm just like i would pay another five hundred dollars just to be 10 rows close you know just at <laughs> my own seat yeah and uh, not the <laughs> bench so then i just kind of like you know and again i, I don't want to sound like a shithead and i know not everybody has disposable cash and neither do i but like if i'm going to do something like that if there's uh and it, you know what it's worth it Every time, like yeah, a concert, yeah. if a concert has like a VIP package and it's like, well, you could get a regular ticket, you could get a good seat uh-huh. for like a hundred bucks, but for $175, you can get this VIP package with like access to your own like bathrooms and a private bar and like, you know, like these outside uh-huh. concerts. Like I did that with Ween a few years ago. Um, it's just, it's worth it every time. Cause you're like, you know what? It's cost me a little bit of money, but you're treating yourself. So like, why? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's all about the raceway Christmas festival. <laughs> My point is that in, 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 in Los Angeles, every single event has some kind of VIP situation because there's a bunch of rich fucking assholes here. Yeah. 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 And unless it's like, outrageous like you know i'm not spending 500 dollars to go do anything yeah. but you know if it's like if it's like a hundred dollars because like especially if you're going to a concert it's like you're gonna you're probably gonna spend 80 dollars on drinks if you have four fucking beers oh you yeah know? it's it's insane uh, yeah so that's that's just my little word of wisdom as as a guy in his 40s um you know don't skimp if you're i know money's tight like when i was in my 20s i couldn't afford anything at all Mm -hmm. um but if you can swing it like if comfort really comfort and convenience is really like is really worth it if you can oh Oh, for sure and it's not uh yeah and the upgrades on planes and stuff like i know i mean flying now is probably like you could probably get some really good 
upgrades oh, for, yeah. for a song. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, once, once I realized that I don't have to cheap out on everything, it really, really was an eye opener. And, and, you know, it made me, cause I get wound up pretty easily and uh, probably saved me a few heart attacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jack, now I'm, I'm realizing that we should have offered uh, Brendan the VIP spot on our podcast for an additional $100. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no, <laughs> I mean, anything to avoid waiting in a line yeah. like that. Just like, yes, okay, exactly. you, could, you could spend $30 to go to this festival and wait in fucking lines all goddamn day. You want to eat a hot dog. You want to use the bathroom. You want to fucking get into the place. That's fine. You know, 30, you don't have the money, 30 bucks. You still get to go to the festival, mm. but for $90, you walk right in. You can piss and shit all day long. Cause they're <laughs> nice, clean trailer. They're not just porta potties. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Air conditioned trailer things. And there's like a small minority of people using them. Uh, you want to drink, you just walk right up to the bar because it's in an area that your wristband gets you into. That's that's what I'm saying. Is the, uh, you, you have yeah. me at piss and shit all day long. Yeah, that's, don't, that's don't what I'm like further. <laughs> I mean, you know, having a place where you could take a shit, like shitting, in a, if, if you're at a, like an all-day music festival and you have to take a shit, that is the worst situation. Oh, yeah, it's, it's awful. <laughs> like, it's Oh, my God. Yeah, there's the horror stories I remember just from like different festivals in Chicago. Uh, porta potties just get destroyed after you know thousands of people use them all day. So they're destroyed. Yeah, they're destroyed in the first twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> there's so, shit piled up past the rim. Oh yeah, piss everywhere. Yeah, they. So, uh, you guys have good festivals there. You have the Riot Fest, is it? Uh yeah, is we it? have. There's there's Riot Fest. That one's uh, that one's in yeah Chicago. There's Pitchfork. Um. Lala Palooza, obviously. Yeah, no, it's there's there's lots of good ones over there. I mean, that's kind of like the biggest major city that's close to where we are, we're at, so that's where I'll typically go yeah, to Honey City, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so and you guys are in Nebraska, you said? Yeah, where we live in uh in Lincoln, it's like the capital city. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I've been there. It's uh I mean, there's not a whole lot to do, but you know, it's a it's a decent place to live. It's cheap, so can't really complain. Yeah. If you ever make it through, you could you could uh, do a show at the Slowdown. I saw Neil Hamburger there; it was great. Oh yeah, and in, in oh. Omaha, yeah, yeah, that's a couple Omaha. times. Oh, Omaha, I might have been to Omaha with. I did a tour with Neil and Todd Barry. Uh, looking at a post-it. No, that was all. Oh wait, West Virginia, Toledo, Ohio. No, but we did another one. I don't have the poster for that. Yeah, Neil's been here a lot of times. So yeah. I, would be, I would not be surprised. I might have been there. I don't know. Has Stanhope ever been there? I think I've seen his name before. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't been. But yeah, um, I, I know I saw Todd Berry was was through here. Came through here a few years ago. Yeah, those are good shows. Todd's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Slowdown's kind of the kind of seems like the one spot for that. Yep. Like a small yeah. room, you know. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, you can't have too many seats for a Todd Barry show. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. Well, let's. I'll say we'll we'll go ahead and wrap a wrap up the episode here. Uh, Brendan, is there anything you want to plug? My podcast, the World Record Podcast. Okay. Um, it's uh, yeah. There's you know we're doing video, which is the video's amazing. It's not when I started doing the podcast. Um, you know, people were like, "Do you do video? You should do video. You want to get your numbers up. You got to do video. Everybody's doing video." But like all the podcast videos that I see are just the people sitting around a table talking in the microphone. Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, why, you know, my podcast, the world record podcast is very, very silly. There's not, you're not going to hear any real, you know, buzz items of today's new, you know, nothing. It's mostly, it's like crank phone calls and it's really silly. I mean, my favorite type of episode is when nothing is accomplished as far as (laughs) real information being, you know, being, uh, shared. Yeah. Um, just like complete juvenile fun, um, silliness. Uh, so I was like, okay, you want us to do a video? And, um, so now I have this guy, Drew Brown is his name. And he, uh, he, you know, we do these, we shoot videos and, and it's like in front of a green screen and he does, he puts all these, it's, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a silly, uh, you know, the video is worth watching, I guess we put a lot of work into it and it's like, uh, you know, nineties cable access, Tim and Eric style, um, you know, kind of like it, it lends itself. I wanted the video to, to lend it to, to be another dimension of the podcast. That being said, the audio is fun too. So world record podcast, if you just want to hear the best comedy podcasts out there, <laughs> we're, we're coming for you. Um, <laughs> I'll put the link to the description as well, or in the description for the, uh, episode. Um, yeah, Nolan, do you have anything else you, you want to cap off the episode with? Uh, March Madness coming up. Everybody get those brackets filled out. <laughs> yeah, let's go. It's College basketball. <laughs> All righty. Well, that'll do it for this episode. We will catch you on the next one. Goodbye.